Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Shups and Preds podcast. Tyler is back from Italy. Matt is here as always, and we are ready to give you an incredible review of Week 14 in the CFL, uh, and then a preview of Week 15 in the CFL. Uh, it's something that has been come to known as the Shups and Preds podcast. Before we get going here, remember, follow us on X at Shups and Preds. Uh, send us listener feedback, shupsandpreds at gmail.com, or DM us on X. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, leave a review and then leave a nice uh, five stars on there. Uh, last I checked on Spotify, we are five star rated. Uh, you know, not to toot our own horn, uh, but boys, how we doing? We're doing great. We're doing well. We're doing very I, uh, well. Um, five stars is pretty good, people. Five stars is as high as you can get. Can't be higher than five stars. No, you can't. Uh, I would also like to say that um, before we get into uh, business here. Um, that we were just glad to have Tyler back from his Italian vacation. Tyler, before we review week 14 in the CFL, can you sum up what the best thing about Italy is? And you can't say the food or the people or the architecture. So something besides those three things. <laughs> you thought I was going to say the food? No, I'm just saying you can't say that. Or the people. Uh, or the pe- which, to be fair, I did not think you would say the people. Uh, but um, possibly the architecture. Okay, if I can't say those three things... I will say the trains run on time. Interesting. Ooh, I know some I other took, people we, who would be very, very happy about that. We took. We listen took for one, you two, history buffs out min- there. We took a minimum. <laughs> we took a minimum. I think we took four or five trains. And they were all at their at their pickup point on time, and at the, the or the uh, whatever departure and arrival points on time. How would you compare it to the German train system? German train system has the, the here's the thing about the German train system. We they send a lot more trains on German rail. Um, like Italy, essentially. I, I think you're. I'm, I'm, answer I'm the hedge, question. I'm Just hedging. Answer I'm, the question. I'm, hedge, I'm hedging. In Germany, yes. it's, it's it's genuinely worse. Interesting. Like worse than now, Italy I'm gonna, or I'm gonna, bad I'm gonna, I'm gonna, in general. I'm going to qualify this real quick. The EU has given Italy so much money to beef up its its rail infrastructure. Like it's given them so many grants to get their shit together that it's not. It, they should have it together. Like they they've got brand new trains for most things. Like they're they should have a running system. Uh, Germany needs to, Germany needs to spend a little bit of money on its own system. I think. Mm. We're going to move on. <laughs> you are, this is the most Merkel, <laughs> Merkel coded you've ever been. This, <laughs> I can't wait to hear what you think when you go to Greece. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever, I don't know. I have like, the, I have no re, I'm not going to go to Greece now. It's on fire. Um, Interesting. Interesting. All right. Let's dive into week 14 in the CFL season. Uh, Matt, tell us what happened when our favorite Ottawa Red Blacks went up against our hated Hamilton Tiger Cats. Yeah, so here's here's my problem, is I really do think, or at least I've convinced myself, that Ottawa is better than their record. And this game yes. did nothing to dissuade me. Great game that. out of Devontae Williams. Good-ish game. Which you predicted Crump. should be lauded. That was... 
although it was, although he didn't lead the week in yards, that was the best pred of the week. So that was yeah. so on point. My I did miss a pred, uh, which was our um, player prediction. I said he'd score a touchdown. Yes, Monte Williams over point five or point five t- TDs. The man was capable of 146 yards on the ground and 69 yards in the air. Love was that. not able to break the plane. So Incredible that's game on from me. Him, though. <laughs> that's on me. So I they do not have the killer instinct. They don't have the ability to finish what they started. Lots of lot lots of games that got away from them. Lots of uh, leads squandered. It's unfortunate. And on the other hand. Hamilton, I had kind of written off, but I do think, or at least they keep surprising me. Hamilton's a team where I think like uh, Hamilton, Saskatchewan, and Edmonton are teams that I like, in my mind, automatically write off. Yes. Not okay. <laughs> not necessarily correct. I'm not saying I, I am leading the Pred Pool, but... Not saying that that is how you guys should think about it, but that's how I think about it in my mind. Uh, but I, I was wrong then. So, what do you guys think of this one? Um, I mean, first of all, shout outs to Tim White. He's an absolutely incredible player. Um, uh, you know, obviously, I'm going to side with you in fact, in that, that uh, ha- Ottawa is basically like, you know, my favorite child. They can do no wrong in my eyes. I'm always going to think they're better than they are. Um, but at the end of the day, they just seem incapable of winning football games. I believe this is six straight losses. Um, and just, yeah, just can't get the job done. I mean, they got stuffed at the goal line in this game. Um, it's just tough. I mean, you know, when you, you can't can't find a way to win in the CFL for six weeks, there's something wrong because clearly you're going to have your chances with so many teams as volatile as they are. Um, but... Ottawa just doesn't seem up to snuff. And as they say, you are what your record says you are. So still time to right the ship if possible. Uh, they're two games out of uh, third in the East, but that seems to be uh, uh, long odds at this point. I have to. Th- I think the Ottawa Red Blacks, color scheme is kind of just a coincidence, are the Calgary Stampeders of the East this season. <laughs> Okay, lot of close game, lot of close losses. Cut. Sitting, sitting with very one diff, one win difference in record four and nine, three and nine. They're very similar. They even their their wins are close too. If you look at Calgary's wins, are mostly close wins. Uh, weirdly similar, dissimilar in the expectations coming into the the season. I'll, I'll give dissimilar in likability for sure. Okay, f- sure. Uh, that's essentially they're very comparable teams. Cub, uh, they both have like wins. Over, so they and they both somehow have wins uh, over Winnipeg. No, excuse me. Nope, sorry. St. Peter's lost by a point. I forgot that they lost that game. Um, yeah, I mean, I've never been as hot on Ottawa as, as you two have been, but that's okay. I get I get why you do. They have likable. players. I admit that it's irrational. Yeah, just hand up. It's that Ellingson, Sinopoli, T. Harris, Deontay Spencer. <laughs> Grey Cup team who vestigial. lost to Calgary. <laughs> a team was sick. 
and they're just wedged in your head forever as that team. Even though all of those players are all those players are gone. Yeah, but you know what? They're still alive in my. It's kind of like the Steelers being good. Like that's what we think, but they've actually been bad for a while. You know what I mean? Not true. Yeah, but you remember? I see. I remember They've like all the they haven't had a losing. They haven't had a losing season <laughs> for the past fifteen years. Keep this a CFL podcast, <laughs> well, Tyler. Just, don't uh, you be laughing because you poked the bear. You're as much a fault here as John. I, I, are I, they? I threw the grenade under, in there. Are they underperforming? It's still going. He's sure, still going. but bad is just something I would have to push back <laughs> he's, against. He's still going. Having said that, let's move on. <laughs> Oh, yes, by the way, I was right. the only one that predated this game correctly. Just everybody That's knows. Right. Uh, I, I don't. We've got a lot to get to. There's not much to say here. Toronto is clearly the best team, and we do this every week when we talk about Toronto. I'm, I mean, eventually they'll lose, and we'll have to actually give some commentary. Uh, but they're by far the best. Um, Montreal is second, but like an uninspiring second. Um, I'm not a gambler, but I would have to imagine the odds of Toronto winning the East are like plus 500 at this point or something ridiculous. Um, they're clearly the best. Uh, our player performance pred was Chad Kelly over or under 1.5 interceptions. Matt and I both cashed in picking the under. Uh, Kelly in this game was pretty solid. Not spectacular, but solid. Um racking up oh sorry racking up uh 278 yards no touchdowns uh no interceptions uh aj let again another great game 105 yards on the ground uh two touchdowns uh no receptions for our boy let which is always shocking but uh as far as what i really liked from this one um from kelly was just spreading the ball around to his receivers uh Six receptions for Neal, four receptions Gittin, three receptions Coxie, four, recep- four receptions Devaris Daniels, three receptions uh, David Unger. Um, you know, that's just hard to defend when you've got five or six guys. And like I said, Ouellette didn't even have a catch. Andrew Harris didn't have a catch. So those guys out of the backfield are usually pretty solid options as well. Uh, they got up early and cruised. They're far better. That's all I've got, guys. What say you about the Toronto Argonauts or the Montreal Alouettes? I love the Argos. Love them last season. They're somehow even better this season. Didn't I actually? I mean, I picked Chad Kelly. He does like my last pick of the draft, and I just thought like, okay, incredible this is just, pick. Just just in case Jake Mayer gets injured, and it turns out that he's the best quarterback this season. So yeah, it's pretty insane. Uh, not I, I feel like not a lot of these QBs just walk into the CFL and, and immediately start producing like this. Um, so I think it's going to take something spe- the way that Winnipeg is dips in and out of form. Sometimes I think the consistency of Toronto is what is to be sort of respected this season. Absolutely. And their one loss is when he got hurt. Yes. This is true. So. This is true. Matt, any thoughts? Uh, not a call out pod. Not a call-out pod. Oh. But I we got to, at some point, talk about offensive offenses run by certain people who currently call plays for the Montreal Alouettes. Ooh. It's just... It's just is, this it, your, is this your Dave? It might be. I think it's just, it's just, to me, 
inert. 30 pass attempts and yes. 11 carries. And I know like I know it's against Toronto. Toronto's shaped up to be the best defense by you got a big that, early. It's tough. It you know, Toronto's shaped up to have the best defense yes. kind of by a wide margin. I think they're significantly B- BC's fall, B- BC's fallen way yeah, off from where they exactly. were. Exactly. Winnipeg BC's has games off. that make you scratch your head. Exactly. So, uh so I understand Point well taken, um, but at the same time, I, I think an interesting thing is that the attempts are not—they're not trying and failing, right? You know, Cody's twenty-one to twenty-four. That's great, two hundred thirty-six yards. Like, very, there's just nothing to it. Very, but yeah, who like who cares? Who cares? And the running game Quibono. is who benefits not, from all this is non-existent. <laughs> like they're they're not moving the football. They're not attempting to move the football. You know, as much as I hate, like <laughs> the uh, you know who, who who's a good example. Uh, any anyways, early in the season we saw a lot of like twenty-one of thirty-nine with three hundred yards passing. You know, you got to risk it and, to get the biscuit. That's a classic. <laughs> that's a classic VA stat line right there. Exactly, and and a lot of those games were in losses, but that's okay. Like I, this was in a loss as well. I would rather have a loss where we threw forty times and had a couple picks, but we scored you know, over 25 points versus we scored 10 points. We did 10. We did 10 of them. That's terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. 10 points. That's not good. Well, also, I'd like to point out now, uh, to be fair, the Alouettes only had two possessions in the fourth quarter, but their last possession of the fourth quarter ended with uh, Caleb Evans getting sacked, and their penultimate possession in the fourth quarter ended with Cody Fajardo getting sacked, forcing a punt. Um, so I think that sums up Montreal. They just like dink, dunk, dink, dunk, and then they get sacked, and that pretty much ruins any momentum uh, of the drive, and it's just over. Like I think that's their offense is yards, dink, dunk, dink, dunk, sack, drive over. Kind of tough. Kind of Very tough. tough. Um, great segue, though. Um, somehow, uh, from talking about Toronto, the best team in the East, to talking about the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, the best team in the West. Uh, Matt, jump in. Well, what was? Wait, let's get Tyler in here. Oh we right, I've got. Yeah, I know. So I know the doc, the doc the doc hasn't been updated. Yeah, um, this if I had been on the pod last week. I would have told you that, that this was coming because no, you you picked the I, Stampeders, you picked the Rough Riders. I did not. I picked the Bombers. What are you talking? Oh, did about? you? Yes. Yeah, this well, maybe I dumb them. Like that, the win against the Bombers in Saskatchewan the week the week, week prior. Two, I think. No, no, the, not, no. Week week thirteen. Week thirteen. No, last week. Yes, the last yeah. week. Uh was the Super Bowl for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. It was their great cup. It was their moment. That was, they've been wanting to beat Winnipeg for, they probably would have lost them at seven, eight, nine games in a row. That's what they wanted and they got it. And it was like emotional and it took all of their efforts to get that dub. This was going to be a letdown every time. No Pete Robertson because he's an idiot. Um, 
Although Kleros definitely said the N-word. Whoa! <laughs> uh, unfounded. Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> slanderous. Tyler. Truly slanderous. And Everybody if anyone Zach. wants to bring legal action, I yes. will support I it no 100%. association with that comment. Let it be said that comment is represented. I mean, if Tyler Pete Roberts, Tyler Pete Robertson, Robertson, Pete Robertson is the only one that knows what Zach Claros actually said. So um, I guess we'll, if he doesn't. <laughs> anyway, back to the game. Uh, they got they got their asses kicked uh, up and down the field. Brady Oliveira just shoved it repeatedly up the middle. Yes. Kenny Lawler balled out. Dalton Schoen balled out. Zach Claros. Zach Claros, 18 completions. What's crazy? Okay. If I if you look at this score line, 51 to 6, <laughs> and I told you that Jake Dolgala and Zach Claros actually threw for the same amount. They threw the same amount of times. They both threw 21 <laughs> passes. Yes. Jake completed 15. Zach completed 18. Not too dissimilar. The yardage difference is over 200 yards. It's <laughs> insane. 113 to 319 with five touchdowns. I mean, the guy the guy just dominated them. I mean, that is a that is bad. I I have to figure out what the yards per completion on 18 for 319 is, but it's a lot. It is um, uh, yards per completion. I'm not quite sure, but yards per attempt is 15.2. That's insane. <laughs> that's those are those are video game numbers. It's not yes, real. Brady Oliveira yards per attempt being 5.4. Brady so, Oliveira is right in the mix for MOP. Agreed. Squarely in it, he has to be most consistent running back this season. Just getting it done. He also did very well catching the ball. This was this was Brady Oliveira's. He's had a lot of great games this year. This was even better. Over 200 yards from scrimmage. How many touchdowns? It's crazy he didn't get a rushing touchdown. No, but he did get a receiving touchdown. So I'm glad he got he got in there for him. But yeah, the Riders are just what they are. They're just a middling team that can get it done, kind of sporadically. But most of the time, this is this is what you are. So they're six and six, which is kind of actually shocking considering the the quarterback situation there um and this was just a deserved beatdown they did not come they did not come to play yeah i mean i would i would you know go as far as saying at this point that brady oliver for sure has moc locked up i saw yeah. somebody throw out matu betts um who yes he currently leads the league in sacks with 12 but he's had two sacks over the past six weeks. He started off on absolute fire and has cooled his production uh, pretty substantially. Uh, I shouldn't say six weeks, over the last six games that BC has had. Um, Brady Brady Oliveira is just by far the best running back in the league and uh, really has no competition for that MOC. So yeah, shouts to him for just absolutely going off and making me look like an absolute genius uh, for picking him for most yards this week. Um, but yeah, this was just a revenge game uh, and a statement game all in one, which is pretty interesting. Matt, any thoughts? Uh, no, just uh, just the Bombers. Bombers rock, sketch sucks. Yes. Uh, player performance line uh, had Jake Dolagala over under 0.5 pick sixes. Matt said he would. I said he wouldn't. He did not. Um, so good for you, Jake. Uh, check down, check, old old check down, Jake. Um, 
Yeah, check down five point four yards. This is how. This is why a, a reason that I don't gamble is because I just I just like to have fun too much. <laughs> like in yeah, a you straight like... up bet, I should not bet that Tolakala was going to throw a pick six. No, I should. The, I should the odds, some, the odds you were going to get on, on a bet on like that, though, on a bet like a pick six bet, the odds you're going to get are going to make it worth the bet though i don't think this is straight up this is yes or no yeah either i get a point or i don't so i just like to have fun i don't know um we will walk we'll talk over uh the final game of the week uh quickly so we can get into our week 15 preds and player performance predictions uh it was a beautiful beautiful edmonton come from behind victory uh, in many ways, some are saying, not me, just some are saying this was uh, a dagger in the heart of the Calgary Stampeders season. Uh, Edmonton comes back, drops 18 in the fourth quarter. Um, I always want to, you know, kind of take lead on this and just talk really quickly about the fact that the Calgary Stampeders ran, let's count them up, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, 9, 10, 11 plays in the fourth quarter, uh, finishing with back-to-back three or two and outs. Um, just a crushing performance from the Stampeders. They're weak. Um, they really uh, are soon to be surpassed by the Elks, I would presume. Uh, Trey Ford, another solid game, but Kevin Brown absolutely came to play, proving my player prediction I, hold on. I, I, I got to take issue with that. This was like uh, on the ground. Yeah. Trey Ford did as well as kind oh. of a upper mid tier oh, running back. Matt. What? We had we getting three, bogged down. We You're had three down, running backs man. over 140, including one they, on his own team. No, okay. Here's the thing. Hold on. Did, I'm not done. Hold on. Hold on. Trey Ford, under 175 yards passing, one TD, two interceptions. Yes, that does not count as played well. You're yes, right. Correct. You they won in spite. Of, they won in spite of him, not because <laughs> you of would him. think that. But what I he did was think... he got the dub, and that's all that really matters. Is he proved really in many ways he proved that he can win? <laughs> no, the team. No, no. Here's the. No, 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 no. Which is more impressive than actually playing your best. I can't. I can't have it. The team got the dub. The team got the dub. Trey Ford did not will them to win. Kevin Brown put the team on his back. First of all. Like, Which I predicted, by the way. Okay, I'm giving you the prediction correct, but Trey Ford, <laughs> Trey, Trey Ford did not, I'm not saying he didn't contribute anything, but he's not the reason they won the game. Kevin Brown and the O-line are the reason they won the game. Can you the argue de- that the spirit the of Trey Ford is lifting the team? I no, will, I, Tyler, what we talked about last week was that Edmonton has a good running back. They don't need a second. They need a good quarterback, and yes. I know they won. I know they won. Like, but they should. But they almost. Lost, but they very nearly lost, and they right. lost last week for the same reason. Yes. Yes. Okay. That being said, player performance prediction was who will have more rushing yards, Trey Ford or Kevin Brown? Matt selected Trey Ford. Foolish. I selected <laughs> Kevin Brown. Smart. Kevin Brown went for one forty-three and a touchdown along with 45 this was kind of low key was this the week of the running back 100 percent, 100 percent. how many thing. guys over 100 yards this week we had we there's had one kevin in every game brown. one in every game yeah one in every game i'm trying to see kevin brown kadeem even had a good game brady 77 um yeah. obviously brady went over I mean, three over 140 
Yeah, the Ottawa losing reason. is even more surprising. I mean, they're the only team that had the 100-yard running back in the game and lost. Well, and the other team all just did not get the memo, man. This was the week of the <laughs> running back. God, it's sad. League, the league is behind on getting those comms out clearly. Um, <laughs> but it was sick. Uh, it was sick. This was a great win uh, for the Elks, um, you know, and hopefully just more momentum, more momentum. Uh, any final thoughts on Week 14? Matt, before we review the Pick'em standings and then get in uh, to a little bit of uh, weekly leader review and then uh, Week 15 Preds. None for me. Tyler, thoughts? Uh, you know, crunch time for the rest of the team. I mean, now that Toronto and, and Winnipeg are clinched, you know, they can stop. They can, it's going to be interesting putting their games. They're clinched. They haven't yeah. clinched first, but... Do they take the foot off the gas six weeks from the end of the season a little bit? They ease off? I'm curious to see how that all shakes out. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Uh, speaking of with six weeks left, um, the Pred pool is tight. It is no ties. Everybody's separated by one point. Matt in the lead, having uh, predicted 36 games correctly so far. Me in second, Tyler third, and PJB is a basement bad boy, triple B, uh, in fourth. But a lot of things can happen over the next few weeks and in the playoffs. Uh, and then, what, what are you laughing about? Basement bad boy. <laughs> and then, uh, Matt, let's talk. Sounds like a uh, gimp to me. <laughs> yeah, it sounds well, yeah. like a compliment, if anything. Uh, all right, well, passing yards. This also was the a- LBB. <laughs> little basement bitch, but many things. Go ahead, Matt. Uh, uh, passing yards, Taylor Powell, hugely, 326. Uh, nobody got that one right. Brady Oliveira, 154. John, you got that one right. Tim White, receiving yards, 180. Yeah. Nobody guessed that one. So uh, hard. Yeah, it's very, very difficult. Uh, top D, we've got... Both of us got this one right. This is actually 14 points. I apologize. Toronto. Yes. Uh, one interception, three fumbles recovered, and two sacks. Now, this is where John really separated himself because he kicked butt at the player prediction preds, and he picked two up on the weekly leader. He's got 13 points. I'm at eight. Tyler, since you haven't been on, you're still at five, and Peter's never been on. He's at zero. Is Peter part of the pot anymore? He is. He's just working mornings. Here's the thing. I live okay. in a different country, <laughs> and I get up at 6 a.m. Yes, most of the time. Yes, but he has to get up to at pod. 4 a.m. tomorrow. I don't, I don't... This whole thing, that he, idea that he is asleep before 10 it, is hilarious to me, because it's... You know what? We live in the same house. <laughs> I thought it was unlikely He's as well. in his room so, on his phone. I went to say, dude, pod starting. He was asleep. I is, kid you not. It can Peter, is Peter a 73-year-old man? No, he just works at 4 in the morning. No, he, no, no. He's, he goes to bed before, at 9 o'clock in the, <laughs> in the evening, and he wakes up at 4 a.m. Is he a 73-year-old man? You know, he's just somebody who has his priorities straight, Tyler. And no, he doesn't. He doesn't come on the pod. His no. priorities are clearly terrible. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's get into it. Let's talk Preds. This, uh, this week, I think... Three games that uh, probably will be able to roll over, but the player performance uh, discussion should be fun. And then an exciting one 
uh, in Regina. So, Matt, kick things off as you are currently leading with Toronto at Montreal. Okay. Uh, the obvious answer here is Toronto is going to win this one. Yes. Um, I think I, a great point from Tyler. Who's going to start letting off the gas? I think Toronto is going to clinch first place before they let off the gas. And I think they're also going to see this as a great, maybe if they were up against Winnipeg or BC, I mean, it's one that they say, well, let, let's give it our, our best shot, but let's not go crazy. This is one let's put on the gas Let's put these guys down, get a little bit closer to clinching first place, clinching that first round bye. Uh, so I think Toronto takes this uh, handily again. The player prediction is this is going to be a team prediction. Okay. Total offense, 315 yards. What team? 314.5 yards. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that means which team? Uh, Montreal. Sorry, I apologize. Oh. I, apologies. Okay. Uh, three fourteen. Three. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta do some. Fourteen point five. Gotta do some research. They were three hundred and five last week, okay. but I think that was a really down week with the uh, definitely on the ground uh, and, and against Toronto. And against Toronto, I'm gonna say they're gonna be under. Cody threw for okay. 308 against BC. They were well over. I, I'm going to uh, – can I go next? Is that okay? Uh, well, no. Apart from you, skipping you in line, not. Tyler, and showing no respect <laughs> to currently second place me, Toronto will win, and they – or uh, Montreal will go – oh, my God. They will go under. I just see – there's – it seems likely to me that Toronto, being the better team with better coaching – only improves on the way that they stopped Montreal last week. Uh, so totally under fair. Totally under three point team under three fourteen point five and a Toronto win. I'm going Toronto win, but I am going over on the yards for Montreal. Very it nice. does kind of just take one big play, right? Exactly. Get, like, yeah. Yes. Exactly. I feel like that's yeah. that's but also like can't you see a world where they just like watch the tape this week and then sack Cody 25 times? <laughs> That's another great point. This is net offense. Every sack takes off seven or so yards. Okay, so they're going to get like at least negative 30 yards. Uh, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This is net offense. That's a great line, Matt. I, I, th- I, think, so. I think Montreal will land squarely, safely in, in like 350 to 360, even with the sacks. Hey, listen. I like your that. Pred. Moving on, Edmonton at Saskatchewan. Um, obviously, I'm back on my old grind right now. We're picking you're, the Edmonton you're Elks. On. You We're are picking absolutely the rolling. Elks. I'm feeling it. You know what, man? That was a. I, I didn't really realize. Wyatt, I am rolling. I didn't realize how long of you know a two years of really just being so bad that was. It, it was awful. Awful. It was <laughs> now, awful. It's hard to watch from the as outside. In, as as you know, as good as you can call a three and ten team, uh, it is at least exciting to have something uh, to cheer about. Uh, as far as the player performance, Pred, obviously, Jake Dolagala over under five point five yards per attempt. No, I kid. <laughs> I would hope he gets over that. Um, we are going to go over 
under. So exciting. Obviously, it's going to be Elks-centric. <laughs> you know what? Let's go... Let's go... Trey Ford... Trey Ford over under 1.5 touchdown passes. Oh. And I will take the over. Oh. I'm going to I'm going to double contradict you John. I'm going Cut. Saskatchewan and and uh, and under. Cut. I just think that his touchdowns are more likely to be with his legs. I just don't think he's going to get the throwing touch the passing touchdowns. Cut. I'm going to jump in on the Edmonton train for one big reason. I believe in Kevin Brown. I'm starting to believe. He's starting to believe. He is also. He is and me. We together are starting to believe in him. Beautiful. I do think that T. Ford is not going to throw. Uh, two touchdowns. Cut. Because he and hasn't really done it that often to begin with. Yeah, and I and I also think that. The, you know, it, yeah, he's going to continue to move with his legs. I wish he wouldn't do this. I wish he would get that ball in the air a little bit more. But yes. currently, it seems like the Edmonton move is going to be on the ground. Uh, and I think is it true that Stephen Dunbar is out for this upcoming week? Is that true, Matt? That's an interesting question. Uh, if we consult the injury report. Yes, it does look like Dunbar has sat out this uh, past practice, possibly out for the week. Okay, so that also, you know, taking that big target away from uh, Ford, you know, obviously still got Geno, got some great weapons, but I'm going to take the under. Okay. Okay. Yep, we've got the dance now. Uh, I, it, it's, it's been a minute. Uh, we have got the oh, John, Matt's typing over this. Uh, Winnipeg at the Hamilton Tiger Cats, the the, the smoking hot Hamilton Tiger Cats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, going to gonna. Yeah, I think you might as well just put all of our names there, Matt. Gonna go with <laughs> gonna go with Winnipeg for the win. Although I do okay. think Hamilton will make it more of a game. Uh, again, maybe a little letdown for Winnipeg after just crushing the skull of, of Saskatchewan, but um, my over-under is going to be touches for James Butler. James Butler Ooh. had four, 14 carries last week, no receptions. I don't know when the last time he had a game with no receptions is. I'm going to go put the over-under at 17.5 Holy touches Lord. for James Butler. Touches, carries? T- carries plus receptions. Oh, okay. And I'm going to go. Oh, it's it's right at the line. It should be. I'm gonna go. <laughs> boy, I'm gonna go. Uh, 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 under, under. Oh man, that's a tough one. That's. <laughs> but I do think Winnipeg's gonna try to deny him the ball. They're gonna see that as like the primary him and Tim White. Over under seventeen point five. Carries plus receptions. Matt? All right. 
uh, I do think Winnipeg is going to take this one. Um, this is a uh, a double trap game. Oh. So, right, where it's you think it's a trap game because Winnipeg just had their big win over uh, <laughs> over Saskatchewan, but it's actually a trap game for Hamilton where they're going to get crushed by Winnipeg. Winnipeg's not going to let up and not get trapped. So I think it's going to be Winnipeg. I will take the under from a uh, time of possession standpoint. Not that well, they're going to really shut down James Butler, but I think there's going to be fewer opportunities. To just, to give, just to give some previous ones. So, so we had the week before 14, week before that 16, week before that 24, week before that 17. It's a big one. It's, it's like, it, it's very, 17, 17.5 is the, it is the number. It is the number. It is the number uh, to pick the under for, uh, which is what I will be doing. I will be picking the Winnipeg Blue Bombers to win. I will be picking James Butler to go under, I think. Yes, uh, time of possession as well as score. Uh, you could easily predict this game uh, for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers to lead early, as they are known to do, as they showed last week. Um I think this is, yeah, just would be a great opportunity for the likes of Brady Oliveira, Kenny Lawler, Dalton Schoen. I'd like to see Nick Dembski get more than uh, one reception for eight yards this week. Matt, I know you would too. I, I certainly would. Um, that was that was out of nowhere. Honestly, that made me laugh. Just that looking was a at our, <laughs> looking at our fantasy lineups and like, I mean, I almost broke a hundred just through my Winnipeg players, and then Dembski sitting there just like chilling uh that's a shame um but yes this is a fairly uh, a home run as they say and that being said matt you're on with the final one of the week all right so we've got ottawa at bc uh the classic rest versus rust argument right is no, no not at all uh bc i think is really poised to take this one um are they though? They've been. Uh, see, they've got. They've gotten better, they the, man. They are the one. Te- <laughs> they are the one team. I, uh, I'm feeling has gotten worse during the season. When you look across the league, like teams have gotten better. Uh, Ottawa improvement, Edmonton improvement. I think Calgary's been bad out of the gate. Um, I don't believe that Ottawa has improved. I think they've actually gotten worse. They're on a six-game slide. But in terms of like, okay. <laughs> so here's here's where I'm at. Yeah, uh, like there are uh, maybe it's true that BC is worse than their record. They are eight and four. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't you. get to my the mute game, button in time. <laughs> the game in hand. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> on, on most of the West. That's amazing. <laughs> um, so I think yeah, I think BC. Not going to say handily. I think Ottawa. St- I still. I'm on their side. I'm still rooting for them in an offhand way. Uh, but I think BC's, you know, the, the the solid pick for this one. For my performance line, I am going to say, we're going back to the old well, Vernon Adams. Oh, boy. Because this is something we've talked about before. Yes, we have. Where Ottawa has a sneaky good defense. Maybe it's not as sneaky good as it used to be. But... 
Vernon Adams. Possibly sneaky bad, actually. <laughs> the line is de point cinq interceptions. A classic, classic line. 2.5? Too high, too high. Too high. Maybe so. I'm going over. Oh, that would really be upsetting. That's under. Come on now. <laughs> First of all, here? I'm actually rolling it back to 1.5. Like, I'm thinking, what am I talking about? Let's see, 1.5 is an electric line. Yeah. 1.5. I'm going over. Because they did think it was going to be two, and then I was like, well, maybe I'll throw three. Why don't we make it 2.5? The line is 1.5 interceptions. Okay. A few things I want to talk about while making this prediction. First of all, looks like the BC Lions uh, have signed former Oregon State running back B.J. Baylor. Uh, he tallied uh, 1,337 yards his senior year, including 13 touchdowns. So my idea is that they get him right in the system as fast as possible, and then they're going to have the best running back in the CFL. Um, go Beavs. After that, they're going to win this game against Ottawa. Vernon Adams is going to throw under 1.5 interceptions, and I think we're going to see some of that BC magic of old. A big margin of victory, getting a lot of receivers involved, uh, and a big fat dub coming out of the bye week. Yeah, VA has been pretty good on the INTs as of late. I'm just kind of going through some box scores the last three, four weeks. He has not had multiple interceptions in at least the last four weeks. So I don't think it starts against Ottawa. So I'm going to go with the under on the interceptions with John. But... I really want to pick Ottawa in this game. This smells smells of an, a game Ottawa shouldn't, shouldn't win. You should do that because I will say, if you don't pick them, but then you get on the pod next week and say, I saw this coming, we're not going to let that slide. So you either pick them or you don't. Oh, jeez. Okay. Ooh, boy. But your money where your mouth is. But it's at BC, which I don't like. Yeah, I'll, I'll stick with BC. Cut. I do think last close, I want to hear. I, I do. I do think. I do. <laughs> I do think like most of Ottawa's other losses, it's going to be a close game. Okay. How close? Within five points. That's interesting. Who has more rushing yards? Ottawa. Yeah, I think Ottawa big time on that one. Yeah. I hate. I don't think BC is built for. I don't think they're built to go on the road. BC's and old win is like at classic. Winnipeg, at Winnipeg in November. Yeah. Or win in Hamilton at the Grey Cup right now. That's, that's, I just, this is a futures spread. BC right now needs to get the running game figured out because there's, it's the CFL. The likelihood of them playing in adverse weather conditions in the playoffs are probably only going to have one home playoff game uh, is high. And if they're not being able to run the ball, uh, that's going to spell doom, especially if they're going up against the likes of... I think it's going to spell loss. Uh, yeah, if they're going up against, the, I mean, Winnipeg, who, you know, oh, it's snowing outside? Great. Here's Brady Oliveira 25 times. Um, <laughs> just something to think about as we're getting, you know, six weeks till the end of the regular season. How, how lucky are up. Winnipeg? They go from a, like they go from Harris... To Oliveira just being a badass. It's so Incredible. lucky. It's not fair. It's <laughs> just not fair. All right. I am in charge of picking the passing yards leader for this week. 
Um, God, this one is so difficult. You know what? I'm going to go with Zach Caleros. Because um, he's on my fantasy team. I'm going to start him, and I'm going to manifest him throwing for a bunch of yards. But the issue point. with Caleros yards-wise is the defense always puts him in great field position. So he goes down and scores, but it's not a big yards <laughs> fence. So it can be tough. But Caleros is my pick there. Pretty good. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Mr. Kelly okay. for this week against Montreal. And I thought that last week, and I, I was not rewarded for my confidence in him. Um, Similar issue, I think. With Caleros. No, no, no. That Like the defense... Oh. They're starting, A, they have a great return yeah, man yeah, in Javon Leak, but also they're starting just a better field position. Yeah. So I, I'm going to stick with I'm gonna stick with Kelly, though. The Hamilton Tiger Cats, Ty, Taylor Powell, threw for 326 yards against the Ottawa Red Blacks. True. And now VA gets the Ottawa Red Blacks. It's VA. <laughs> the answer is Very VA. good. Love it. And their defense is dog shit lately, so they're going to give up points, which means they're going to have to keep throwing the ball. Dog poop, please. <laughs> All right. Rushing yards. To me, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I think Kevin Brown is going to be the difference maker in the Ottawa game, and I think that that means he'll have – he was close to it this week. I think this is the week, uh, upcoming week 15, that, that K. Brown will lead the league. But I know you guys will pick Rio Vera and – that's a well, great he's pick. Playing a team that just gave all right, 146 all right. to Devontae Williams. <laughs> not listening to it. Not listening to it. I I'm not going with that actually. Really? I'm going to go with Devontae Williams because the BC Lions defense was gotten shredded by the Owls on the ground. They did win that game, but they would gave up eight eight to one oh two to Willie, for Willie Stanback, five for fifty eight to Jeshrun Antwi. And another 36 yards to Cody Fajardo. They were getting ran 13 carries from the running backs for almost 100 and, for 160 yards. It's, that's not great. And Devontae Williams coming off a monster game. Devontae Williams. And like I think Ottawa's going to just tr- try to run the ball a lot. So Interesting. It's going to be difficult to run the ball a lot when you're down 21 nothing in the first quarter. Okay, I'm going with, with who I said. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Brady Oliveira, running uh-huh. back for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Um, why? Because I am smart, and that's what the odds tell me Enjoy to do. Enjoy getting points. And I like I like winning this made-up competition we came <laughs> up with three weeks ago. So I'm going to pick Oliveira, uh, and I can't wait to talk about it next week. Receiving yards. Well, if I'm going with VA as the quarterback, then it would behoove me to pick a receiver. So I'm going to go with Keon Hatcher. That's a good one. Kitty Longer. What was that? (laughs) You can uh, predict. Well, why would you go with Kenny Lawler if you think Brady Oliveira is going to be running the ball so much? Because he thinks Caleros is going to be the passing leader. Yeah, he's just picking Winnipeg players. God, you're so lame, John. Kenny Lawler. What if we? What if we? What if we change the rules to this thing? You can only. You you know what, Tyler? Let's take a look at the current standings of the player performance (laughs) pred standings. John thirteen, Tyler five. 
want to point that out. Uh, I am going <laughs> to... Don't yes, join John. Lawler. John's a loser. Switch things up. No, no. Actually, Kenny Lawler was going to be my choice. Um, and... But I thought it was Kenny Lawler. <laughs> I think it will be Kenny Lawler. Ah. Uh. I don't, I don't know. I like both, to have fun. Both of you losers. <laughs> now, here's a, here's a tough one. All right, top defense. Will it be Winnipeg Blue Bombers or the Toronto Argonauts? John, start us off. Ah, that's such a great question. <laughs> I like I like Toronto this week just as I did last week, uh, specifically for the possibility of a lot of sacks. Ooh, a lot of sacks. Yes. Okay. I also like Toronto. Um, sacks are good. Interceptions may come hot. Okay. I like that. I'm going with Saskatchewan Rough Riders. <laughs> Not a chance in hell. At but home. Trey like Ford throws picks. Maybe a chance for a pick six. <laughs> I don't know if that counts. I find it odd that you're fading Trey Ford. He's <laughs> quite clearly. Pick yeah. sixes. Wait, pick sixes don't count to the total. I don't know. Like I, I they can't definitely guarantee. do. They have to. I don't. I don't. If they know. don't, if they don't, then I'm going Toronto. That's ridiculous. I'm banking on here like a defensive touchdown because I think they're going to get turnovers. I don't know. Like they've switched up defense stuff on me. All right, I'm putting. I don't like the ambiguity. Put Toronto. <laughs> I don't. I don't like the. I'm not I, I risking just, it. I, I just can't make any promises. Three in a row for Toronto. I like that. All right, Matt. Quick fantasy overview before we let these fine people get on with their lives. Yeah, we can just. John, you're just way out ahead. Although second place battle is still raging. So John, you're out ahead. Eleven sixty one point two. Tyler and I are really really close. Nine oh six for me. Eight eighty nine point eight for Tyler. Peter's out of it. John, you can. Peter's out of. Wait, wait. But wait, I've been out for two weeks. Peter's out of it. Peter, yeah, just, but Peter, uh, Peter, around this time the season, around this time the season, Peter's Williams. usually flying. Now I have a question, John, because you're. Now I want to say. Wait, no, wait. You're a Peter. Peter. You're a Peter apologist, so you have to, no, you have to apologize for him. I was going say. Uh, does does his job Peter preclude right him from setting his line? No, okay. no. This is what Peter said to me. He said, "Oh, my whole team was injured. My whole team was injured. You know, I got so many bad breaks. I started off the season. No." This is all his fault. It's quite easy to put in an injury substitute. It takes one message to the group chat. Uh, no, his job does not preclude him from setting a fantasy lineup, nor following the flow of the league so that he's up to date as who might be a good player. There's plenty of good players still out there. He could have used some free agency moves. Uh, so Peter uh, has embarrassed himself and shamed his families in many ways by his fantasy performance this week, and I will no longer apologize for him. <laughs> no, you will, just not for fantasy. Well, I will apologize for other things. He's my brother, but not for fantasy. I've, I'm, I've had it up to here. <laughs> he will, you know what annoys me the most is there have been rumors and reports of some members of this league trying to get him to trade away some of his best players to them. Uh, and he won't even do that. He won't even make trades. He's not setting his lineup. 
but he won't this is send. Why I recommended a dispersal draft. He's just sitting like, on the Toronto defense and James Butler, <laughs> and he won't even trade them for somebody take like Braylon Addison and Stephen Jones. The players who you know, I'm somebody has maybe said to him, "Would you trade?" James Butler for Braylon Addison, and he's just anyway, disappointed. No, I don't want to do a dispersal draft map because I get the short end of the stick. You guys don't deserve to improve your teams. <laughs> I drafted the best team, and I just want to win comfortably. Well, you you are so congratulations. All right. With that being said, guys, any final thoughts, Barb's? Uh, yeah, I, 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 okay, so in Italy, I was, I didn't realize that ciao is kind of like aloha, you could say it to say hello or goodbye. Okay. Um, so I thought it was like buongiorno and arrivederci and or you could say ciao like as a quick goodbye, sort of like bye instead of arrivederci. Um, and it turns out people say ciao to say hello, and that was very confusing for me. Did not know that. Did you guys know that? I thought ciao was just a, a goodbye. I have tried my best to learn as little about the Italians as possible. <laughs> this man is sitting over here eating pizza and pasta at least once a week and then and then decrying Italians at the same time. Pizza is more American than it is Italian at this point, and I will I will I will say I had degree. some fan, phenomenal pizza in Italy. Pasta the pasta was better, I will say, like if I'm putting that on a scale, but the, the pizza was also quite good. Pasta, uh, like other countries weren't cooking with noodles. I just don't think you can claim that. You can't claim pasta. I think wheat. I think wheat noodles. They can claim. I, I don't know. Other countries are using rice and rice noodles. Listen, I'm unimpressed with Italy. I don't care. About, <laughs> You've I'm never just been. Telling... As somebody who had no interest, I, I truly, I can say this. I had really not that much interest in going there. Coco really pushed for this, for this, and I was like, okay, I'll give Italy a shot went in with like very low expectations i thought it was amazing now granted my expectations started really low so maybe they, it just exceeded so maybe a little like uh but i thought it was fantastic would right. would rec would recommend that you go to final note point. on this if you were to equate italy to a cfl team or player who would Oof. their cfl comparison be Oof. that's tough I think Italy is, it's got to be Montreal, right? Montreal. Montreal. Kind of like a little, no, little bit nose in the air, a little bit, think they're more cultured than the, the rest of the teams. You know, we're, we're no Regina kind of thing. Like, don't put A lot of up. history, but not doing much lately. Yeah, yeah, Montreal Alouettes. Actually, to be honest, most European countries are going to be the Montreal Alouettes. Who are the who's the Winnipeg Blue Bombers of Europe? Is it Russia? Do we have to look ourselves in the mirror? <laughs> <laughs> no, because uh, no, uh, who would be them? It's like there's nobody. Is, is, I, we'll we'll come back. That's some maybe that's, something for next week. We yeah, we gotta we gotta shoot. We got okay. I think our, maybe that makes a little little side project. CFL European, European countries, city, yeah. nations, comps. Uh, please, in the meantime, tweet us if you've gotten to this part of the pod. What do you think are your CFL team European nation 
comparisons. Uh, best one will be read aloud on air. The riders are definitely uh, Poland. That sounds 100% correct. Definitely Poland. So we've, got, that, we've at least got two covered there. All right. BC. Portugal, anyone? This is too easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, with that being said, uh, have a good week. Enjoy the CFL football, and we will chat with you. Ciao. Later.